This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week Podcast. Special guest today, Jamie Jury. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Look, it's wonderful to, to get you here now. Look, you're a very busy person, mate, as, <laughs> as we will find out during the course of this podcast. But you've, you've returned to seven, I guess. Yes. Season seven, House Rules. Give us the backstory and how this gig came about. Well, you know, I've, I've been in the design industry for 22 years now and I've run a design office uh, for, the, for that time frame. Initially, I started in landscape architecture and in, in, in design. Um, and then about 15 years ago, I started designing furniture for resorts and hotels and so forth. Um, and then I got into a bit of interior design and it kind of all went from there. So really, my secret passion has always been um, most probably more around interior design than it has been exterior design, although my training goes back to the original horticulture. So I guess you could say... This, when this job came along, I said, yes, perfect. Finally, now I can talk about my secret passion. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we speak, the show's still in production, is that correct? You, That's right. You haven't right. finished it all yet? No, no, we, we've still got about a third to go through, I think, but um, we're going to air very soon. Yeah, well, we are. It is. Um, a lot of people will be listening to this, I guess, after it's gone to air. So we we're recording this like days before it actually happens. Now, tell me the. I've seen some of the promos. They're making some pretty outlandish claims about how good this season is. Yes. But if you look at the vision, it seems to back it up. Some of the the properties, some of the work being done. Yeah, uh, it looks pretty staggering. Well, I think over the last twenty one years, we've been programmed and we've we have really conditioned our audience to to become much better designers uh, much better diy designers do-it-yourself designers um you know you've you're finding people have much more acquired taste now and they understand what it takes to actually renovate a house renovate a garden put together a beautiful kitchen choose furniture you know i, I think as australians we will never get sick of fresh ideas when it comes to feathering our own nests and this show is abundant it's full of them. The ideas just keep coming. They're fast and they're furious. And they're coming from people that have experience in the trade. And that's the difference, I think. And, I, and that's what our audience are now looking for. We're dealing with a far more educated audience than what we were 20 years ago when I first started Backyard Blitz. You know, this, these are uh, sophisticated design viewers. You've... Um, first, let's talk about your colleagues on the show, Joanna Griggs. Um, I think... If memory serves me right, she might have been a competitor at some time. Oh, she still you. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with me, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about you on, would have been on, on nine. On an, I thought you were talking about on an Olympic scale. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. If if I if 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 I was to swim against Joanna, I'd be swim, I'd be on the bottom of the pool, and she'd be gliding over the top of me like. Uh, like a yacht. She still keeps in shape, does she? Oh, yeah, she looks yeah. fantastic, yeah. yeah. And she's a great gal. Right. Um, I just wish I was tall enough to reach her, her kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> and they always stand me next to her. Is this the first time you've worked with her? Well, no. Over the years, um, you know, I've, I, I spent 
a good amount of time with Channel 7. Mm. I did Dancing with the Stars. I did Australia's Best, Back, Best Backyards. Um, I did The Outdoor Room. I did a bunch of shows with Seven um, in between my trips to Los Angeles and working over there with Oprah. Um, but i got to say, this is, this is a whole different league because we really are working on the same show together full time. And, um, and she's been great. She's a pro. You know, she really does know what she's doing. Yeah, and your your sort of judging colleagues, I guess Lawrence and Wendy Moore. Now, yes. Wendy Moore, have you done stuff with Home Beautiful in the past? I wrote, well? yeah, I wrote uh, for Home Beautiful for five years, okay. uh, and I now write for the Australian uh, for Mansion Magazine, which is an architectural piece. Um, so. Wendy and I have a great relationship, and we even created a, a magazine together uh, called The Outdoor Room. Um, okay. So we, we go way back. So we're like family, brother and sister. And then, of course, Lawrence and I, um, we did a show together in Singapore called The Apartment, mm-hmm. which, um, which is also another interior design show. So it's kind of like working with family again. Right. <laughs> Only Lawrence can be a little prickly at times. <laughs> and we do butt heads. Yes. Um, and he knows I won't take any of his crap and, I, and he won't take any of mine. So um, it's kind of good. It's yeah. good. It's healthy. It's, there's some healthy, healthy design jousting going on. Right. Oh, it sounds like there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Now, you, you've, made, you've made a lot of TV. Now, I, I didn't realise quite how much. I, I knew you'd been on a lot of different shows, but yeah, the production notes say 52 Yes. Programs. Now, that's not 52 episodes, is it? No, that's... So that's fi- 52 different That is 52 programs. different series, yeah. Uh, and that's over a 22-year span of television. So I haven't been off air for 22 years, which is tough to do in the lifestyle arena. Mm. Um, you'll see newsreaders or sportscasters that, that, that last that long. But I think we're dealing with um, a genre now which is, has been as accepted as sports and news and everything else that exists on Channel 7 or any other terrestrial network. Um, lifestyle and the way we decorate our homes is important to us. It affects the way we live. It affects our well-being. Um, it affects the value of our homes. The You yourself are probably partly responsible for that sort of boom in lifestyle TV, particularly in Australia, I guess, mm. with, uh, well, and internationally, we might get to that a little bit later. But, but now remind me, Backyard Blitz, did that predate the block? Yes. By a year or two? It wasn't a long time, was it? Oh. They were both on together at one stage? or uh, yeah, Oh, they certainly were, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was working around the clock uh, <laughs> at that stage. But um, so I hosted the first, launched the block and hosted the first two seasons of that. Uh, prior to going to the US. Um, and I think three years before that, I started Backyard Blitz with, with my mate Scotty Cam, who I had lunch with last Sunday um, in Melbourne. And, and uh, it was so great to catch up with him. It was, you know, we, we always have a great laugh. I mean, I, I, I never laugh so hard as when I'm having a beer with Scotty. <laughs> you know, he's just a fabulous bloke. Uh, and, we, and we've got, uh, I, 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 we've made some amazing, built some amazing friendships over the years, yeah. So, I mean, of course, he, he came back as the host of The Block when Nine finally decided to give it another try. Yes, at that stage so, I was with Channel 7. Yeah, so by the sound of it, you're thinking, well, I couldn't host it, so the next best person would have been Scotty? Well, I, I think he might be better. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> well, I wasn't going he's to older suggest, and, but he's, he's older done pretty and, well, though, hasn't he? He's older and wiser than me. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but when I look back at your TV work, to me, Backyard Blitz is probably the, the, the really big one. And, it's, and I mean, in 6.30 Sundays, it was just such a big deal for so many people. You it mentioned was. Scotty, there was Nigel, there was Jody. Yeah. You were really household names, weren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and we're all still very close now. I mean, I spoke with Jody, I think, last week. Um, Nigel and I had a beer, um, oh, God, only a week ago, I think. Right. Um, it, you know, it's, it, we're all very, very close. I mean, we, we built a relationship there that lasts a, li- a lifetime. And it's hard to replicate that type of on-air chemistry. You know, we all fitted into our roles quite beautifully. Um, I was the punching bag for Scotty. Um, <laughs> Nigel just continuously flowed out with jokes. Um, and Jodie is one of the best female horticulturalists I've ever worked with. Um, you know, she's, she's, and she's bright and, and spunky and just, you know, nev- never afraid to get her hands dirty, which I think is just quintessentially Australian. And that's why the show works so well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it did fantastically well. And um, gardening was a really hot property there for a while. Seven had their own um, gardening programs and they were both raiding up a storm. There's these days the space is pretty much I guess Gardening Australia on the ABC, which is still going fantastically well and just had a big anniversary. Is it thirty years or twenty five? But it's yeah. a long time anyway. Yes, uh, Better Homes and Gardens still going for seven, of course. Yes. Um, so there's a show in the US that I hosted for a while called the Victory Garden, which is run by uh, the government-run network public broadcasting system PBS, and I hosted that out of Boston. Uh, for several years, and that was the longest and oldest running garden show in, in American history. And I think that's sitting at around 40, 40 odd years now. Um, but hats off to Australia, because Gardening Australia has been consistent. They've delivered, I think, great material. I watch it, mm. um, you know, and, and I think they've contemporised it in a way where they've brought on lots of new faces now. Um, Although I find it a little hard to see Costa's face with all that with all that beard uh, wrapped around him, but um, the man's got great ethics, and I uh, I follow what he does, and I think um, I think if your point is that um, on on the main free to air networks there isn't a lot of gardening going on, I'd agree, hmm. um, and I think there's probably more space for it because the 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 competition element. That was a, a part of um, backyard. Well, you used to fight the clock, didn't you? Really, that yeah. was your sort of. That was the com- competition of you, and yes. everyone would be on the edge of your yeah. seat. Oh, will they make it in time? Yeah, and, it, and, it, uh, and I mean, you know, look, I think there are plenty of shows out there that have that have raced against the clock. Um, and I've always said, look, good gardens take time to uh, mature and build establishment and so forth. Um, I. I say that as I'm looking upon your garden in the background there. Your golden canes are looking fabulous, by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah. Are you giving them fish emulsion? Um, I'm not sure. I might have to check. <laughs> check Clearly, you're not the gardener in the household. Check with the gardener. But, but were you, I'm just trying to remember, were you a bit of a specialist when it came to... Um, um, Horticulture. Yeah, well, no. I did train as a horticulturist uh, for four years, par- yes. Farms and stuff like that. Because um, no, it, it used to be a big feature of a lot of the stuff you did. Well, you know, for, for, for our part of the climate, uh, yeah. it's instant foliage, isn't it? You know, um, 
I mean, and and we were dealing with people who wanted instant gratification from from not just the producers of the show, but but the viewers and and mo- most importantly the owners. I mean, they wanted to come out there and have their their socks kind of knocked off, you know. <laughs> and and so you do that with mature plantings and so forth. But I think um, designing with I have always designed with shapes first and botanical names afterwards. Um, and when I moved into interior design, I was doing the exact same thing because good living rooms, good lounge rooms, good dining rooms, good kitchens, they all, all are about spatial awareness and how far apart the walls should be. In other words, how far apart our fences and hedges should be. It's the same theory, only it's turned inside. And what I call that is transterior design. Because we all as Australians want to live in this indoor-outdoor transterior environment. We want to be connected to the great outdoors. And when we are inside our homes, we still crave nature. And so we want to be connected to nature in some way, shape or form. Your table is a perfect example of that. You know, this beautiful rustic timber. That makes us feel like we've got a connection to nature. And that's the sort of stuff I'm looking for when I'm judging these rooms in House Rules. Because I want people to feel like they are in some way, shape or form connected to nature or or they're respecting nature in the way that this furniture and so forth has been manufactured. Your... Because TV dictates that, you know, people want instant gratification, they want to see it finished before the end of the episode, they want to see results virtually every night, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Has, did that ever impact on your business when you say to people, look, it's going to take a bit of time? <laughs> they might, you know, have they ever associated you with the, with the quick makeover, the quick fix? Yes, I get in trouble quite a lot. In fact, I was sitting in a, in a flight lounge uh, just two weeks ago and this bloke reading the Australian leans over to me and he lowers his glasses and he says you've gotten me into trouble for the last 20 years Jury and I'm getting a little tired of it <laughs> because you know I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I guess in a way I'm, I'm, I'm motivating Australia's husbands to get off their butts and do something about their house. Fix that squeaky door, build that new kitchen. Um, Happy wife, happy life. Tell me about your your TV work in Australia. I mean, you mentioned Dancing with the Stars. Mm. I think you were on a contributor to the living room for on 10 was that for nearly three four years four years yeah Yeah, four years I was uh, I was designing for them and um and then, you know, I think, uh, I, I, look, I, I'm open to most formats as long as it's something I'm passionate about. You know, um, I like keeping healthy. Um, that's why I love doing dancing shows. Um, I love anything to do with design. Um, so for me, House Rules was perfect because it doesn't just deal with interiors, it deals with exteriors as well. Um, and I can talk about furniture, which is which is really my one of my secret passions. Has there... 52 shows, you would think you've probably said yes to everything, but I'm guessing there's some things things you probably knocked back. I've had to get pretty good at saying no, um, and I usually let my manager do that for me. (laughs) Um, Purely just from, you know, a time perspective. Um, And I haven't had a lot of time off, uh, so I'm looking forward to spending more time in Australia and just having a bit more time off and, and, you know, focusing on the projects that I've got at hand with Channel 7. Um, 
which is you know one of my main reasons for being here i mean i can't to be honest i've got quite a few projects on the go there and uh i'm really going to be glued to channel seven for um for quite some time you mentioned your manager says no. I think you share a manager with Scotty Cams. You still with Bravo Talent and I, I do. Chrissy Giannopoulos. He's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest rep in Australia. Really, I think. Yeah. yeah, he's he's honest. He's down to earth. He's frank. He always makes sure that both sides of the table get a fair deal, uh, and that's why I think people love working with him. Um, I introduced Scotty to him in the very early days, um, and I think it's it's worked really well for both of us. You know, I mean, because we work in similar spaces, but um, you know, Chris understands the business better than anyone I know, and he's. Um, I, I mean, I first started with Chris over twenty years ago. Um, you know, around twenty years ago, I'd say, yeah. So we, when he was when he was at IMG. Um, but Bravo now are doing incredible things, and so is Croc Media. Mm. Um, and he's a very clever man, and, and he's a great mate of mine too. We, yeah. we, had, we had a big um, Easter uh, lunch, to, Good Friday lunch together with, uh, with he and his wife and, and, and Scotty, uh, and it was great. We all came around the table at, uh, at Bathers there in St Kilda, um, uh, in Melbourne there, and it was, it was beautiful, yeah. Elwood, Elwood. Elwood. Making a lot of TV, how how involved do you get as an observer? In because you've made what fifty two different series, mm. you must have seen lots of different operating methods, people doing things differently. Do you take notice of that, or do you just do your focus on what you've got to do? Look, or- everyone's got their own style, you know, and you've got to be respectful. I think of the way that different countries produce things in different ways. Um, you know, the shows that I was doing in Singapore, my God, I think I counted somewhere around 18 cameras, you know, and uh, on the one set and, you know, 12 of them would be pointing in the same direction. I'd be saying, well, surely they all can't be going wide and long, you know. I mean, but that everyone makes shows differently and you've just got to respect the way they make them. I, I think where I've enjoyed working the most is when I've actually been a co-creator of the show Uh, and I developed a show many years ago called The Outdoor Room with Channel 7 and loved it because it didn't just involve gardening, it talked about interior design it talked about um, the science behind the design it also talked about where the ideas and the initiatives came from so we travelled around the world to places like Kyoto and New York and um, um Asia and it was it was just um, it was one of those beautiful shows where it was a bit of travel a bit of science a bit of the environment a, a bit of interiors a bit of exteriors and food because we'd have people, people like Luke Mangan and Neil Perry come on afterwards because people like to enjoy the spaces they've designed so it's really encapsulated all those places I guess getting back to my point is that's my happy place my happy place is when I'm I'm feeling like I'm actually a part of the production, so I'm not just in front of the camera, but I'm also behind the camera, putting my passion in there as well. And that's when I think you can make some really great TV because these days people can spot a fake. Um, And sure, you can get in front of a camera and recite lines, but when it's something you're passionate about, you don't need a script. That's when it's real, and that's when it becomes far more compelling television. A lot of um, viewers get excited about 
um, people they enjoy watching getting international success. You've certainly had your fair share of that. You mentioned Oprah before, but I'm as equally interested to hear about uh, all the stuff you do with HGTV, which is an amazing amazing network you've got something on fyi at the moment so talk to us a little bit about that and and working with oprah yeah um well look i think it all really started uh with the pbs network um hosting um which is a public service broadcaster in the u.s that's right similar to the abc here. exactly yeah and they've got 350 outlets throughout uh the u.s so it gives you instant exposure through free-to-air networks which means everyone you don't have to pay to see it, right? So it was a great place to start. Um, Oprah picked me up um, at around about the same time and I signed a five-year contract with her and we made some lovely shows together all over the US. Um, and uh, I worked That's back when Oprah's doing a daily That was when she was show, doing yeah. her daily, yeah. So I was working with Nate Berkus, who's another great designer, um, and um, went on to do HGTV Green Home, which was about creating eco-homes. Then I did HGTV Dream Home. Um, I hosted the Rose Day Parade for about three or four years, which was a live telecast at three. Well, I think I had, my call time was like three in the morning, um, you know, on New Year's Day. And then you, you, you see all those beautiful floats going by through, Cal- through Pasadena. Um, and not one piece of those floats... Um, can be manufactured. They all have to be natural materials. So, of course, I could talk about the seeds and the bark and all those sorts of things that went into making those floats. If anyone's ever seen the Rose Day Parade in the US, Google it. It's incredible. Um, So I hosted that for many years, and I got got my chance to do a lot of live TV, um, a lot of pre-recorded stuff, and a lot of interior and exterior stuff. So um, it was good fun, uh, the US. Um, but I always kept a home here in Australia and always called Australia home and continued to come back and visit family and, and, and live a good portion of my year here. But, um, you know, have managed to also nurture careers in Asia and Italy as well, which has been really lovely. I think is that Outback Nation is currently screening still. Outback on Nation FYI. is uh, is over there in the US. Yes, I was wrestling alligators and falling <laughs> off roofs and um, doing all taking on America's most overgrown backyards in Florida, um, mostly in Florida. And uh, my most exciting moment was I got to get on one of those wind boats with the giant propellers yeah, yeah. behind. You know those things, like the Everglades in Florida. They go. Yes, and I was there. like scooting through the Everglades, looking for the wildest backyards and. <laughs> You know, alligators everywhere, and uh, I was surprised to see how passive alligators were compared to crocodiles. Right. I mean, you really can pat them, you know, <laughs> compared to a croc, which you would never go near here in well, Australia. Take your word for it. <laughs> now, let's just run through a couple of other things you do. Um, now, jury design. Yes. Now, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, Dury Design's been now running for 22 years consistently. Um, and, you know, our staff numbers of Ray uh, have been anywhere from 52 staff through to, um, you know, boutique office of um, 9 or 10 or 12 staff. Um, and we've had offices in Asia, in Singapore, um, in Dubai for some years. I had 21 staff there. Yeah. Um, so we worked on some very large commercial projects uh, and a lot of that involved interior design. Um, so what I'm talking about now on TV is really what I do in real life. Um, 
thinking about the proportions of furniture, thinking about the way rooms are laid out, um, you know, both commercially and domestically for high-end homes like Charlize Theron's home or Bruce Willis's home in the US. Um, we're dealing with, you know, quite um, strong budgets and tight timeframes through to multi-billion dollar developments like the Alborari in um, in Dubai where we, where it was a 2.4 billion dollar master plan and we spent six years on it and we we um, laid out I think about 350 villas all valued at around 10 million US each so this is super high-end design and you've got to you've got to keep your game on and you've got to know what you're doing um, and so for me it's about focusing on um, the sustainability factor how environmentally conscious are these developments? Um, how quickly can we get them greenified? How do we harvest water in a place like Dubai? We develop these huge sources that we planted under the ground three metres under to create a false water table. Um, and then the roots came down far quicker to water that was stabilised for them. So we got a 37% higher yield out of all the trees that went on site. So it was mm. it was instant gratification for not just the, the property developers, but the owners. Um, and so Dury Designs had a, a, a wealth of work, not just in interiors and exteriors, but but these days mostly in furniture and, and mostly in Milan at the Milan Furniture Fair, which I've just come back from last week. So can you buy... <coughs> furniture you've designed yes absolutely so yeah. it's not like a commission job you no. can buy this stuff yes like off the shelf yeah it? yeah no i did a, i did a collection for pottery barn last year okay. uh in the u.s which uh which is available here online i think through pottery barn um Fanuli furniture uh here in in melbourne and sydney um, the Italian boys uh, who sell this incredible Italian furniture, they sell my collection called Riva 1920 and I've worked with Riva now for 10 years um, I do a collection with the Maguire Group out of San Francisco and North Carolina um, and that's available through Double Bay through a place called Cabot & Co so it, it's, it's niche but yes it's out there okay. um, and for me um, you know, I, I, it's it's a it's an incredibly gratifying way to design, because you're designing something that has a direct connection to the human body. You've got to think about how high that seat is, what fabric it's made out of, um, is the timber FSC certified? Does it come from managed forests? Um, you know, I won't use rainforest timber and so forth. So, um, you know. It's, it's about sustainable furniture design that is passed down from cradle to cradle. Um, furniture that lasts, not, not creating disposable pieces um, that are ending up as, I think, somewhere around 11.5% of the world's landfill. Wow. it's mm. a lot. Now, look, you skated over a couple of celebrities' names during that um, Did you like chat. that? <laughs> Bruce Willis and was it Charlize Theron? Yes. So you've done homes for them. Mm. Any extra pressure working for a sort of a Hollywood star? Well, uh, yes, in a way. I don't think I had any grey hairs when I first started working <laughs> for uh, Charlize. Um, I mean, it, it was a, a um, it, w it was a tough job, but I worked with her for a couple of years, uh, and she's very passionate about design and very clever, um, very pro environment as well. So they get quite involved. 
Yeah, you she don't just go in and. No, 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 no. We had we had lunch together quite often um, in her home, and and you know we talked about all things design. And uh, I think for her, this had to be a um, a replication of, of of her own character, um, an example of her own taste and and her style. Um, really, as designers, we're 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 really privileged shepherds who are just simply here to hold their hands through the process and allow them to feel like they're, they're designing their own homes. We're just pointing them in the right direction. Sure. Now, you've, I think you worked at the Fullerton Hotel in Singapore, which has got well, to be one done. of the, the best-looking buildings. <laughs> yeah. It's just fantastic and well. You have done your research. Well, <laughs> um, yes, we did, the, we did the Fullerton Bay Hotel, I think, about 10 years ago now in Singapore and um, I still think it's one of the best rooftop gardens around even just to hang out in for myself Um, I I love being up there because you get a great view of Marina Bay Sands Um, and for us it was a great way of actually allowing people to feel like they could they could they could be in the middle of the city in this beautiful oasis with it with a lovely pool and and furnishings that felt like they were invested into into the topography of the landscape um and of course then some of the interior choices we made in tiles and furnishings and lighting and so forth were incredibly high-end um and they had to pay homage to the historic buildings that they that it was built in. Uh, have you been to the Fullerton Bay? I have indeed. Yes. Right, it's so it's an amazing place. Isn't just it? that lobby and the yeah, the, the lobby of the hotel is just yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. And you know the the original dock uh, that it was built on um, is such a beautiful piece of Singapore history, because you know Singapore was discovered um, with these red lanterns that that floated out in, and landed in the bay. And so we did these beautiful floating red lanterns that sort of um, were jostled along the waterfront and then we sculpted the waterfront so that there were a series of amphitheatres and stairs that allowed people to get closer to the bay. Um, And that was close to a billion dollars worth of work, you know. Um, um, So it was a lot of design work behind that. Um, You know, we don't don't construct anything ourselves, but... um, I love your puppy, by the way. <laughs> Which has been interrupted um, by a. No, no, I'm, I'm always, I'm always happy for a pup. I think Look, he can I'm, stay. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, I've got a Rhode- little Rhodesian Ridgeback at the okay. moment, so a new, a new puppy. So yep. um, yours looks a bit older. <laughs> Look, we've, we'll nearly wrap up here. Look, you now you're a prolific author. You've got a swag yes. of books. What are you up to? Twelve. My twelfth book. Uh-huh. Uh, I've just produced. Um, Who's your publisher? Well, at the, uh, the my most recent publisher was Penguin. Uh-huh. Uh, prior to that, I was with HarperCollins, uh, New York and Australia. Uh, and these days I write for Mansion Magazine for The Australian. Which is a great read on, um, I think it's once a month in The Australian. Yeah, it's a great magazine, you yeah. know, and I get to talk about all things... Um, design, whether it's interiors, exteriors, um, eco, solar, furniture, I'm uh, I'm about to to do a post Milan report, which is going to be really exciting. Okay, because I got to in, in, in got to interview some some really important Italian designers over there. Paolo Lenti um, met up with Karim Rashid um, and uh, some amazing designers. There's a couple of things left to ask you. Um, What's on your um, now? So you 
you've probably got a month or two left on um, on house rules, I'm guessing. What's the rest of the year look like for you? Well, I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you it's Channel 7. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so you, you hinted before you've, re- you've got an ongoing relationship with them, so you, yeah, and you're I, all in there, yep. Yeah, and I'm loving it, loving it, yeah. So I'm there for a few years, and uh, and it's good to be back, yeah. On a good Chrissy G contract. That's uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, Tim Warner, I think, is still doing a fabulous job running a really tight ship um, with a lot of very bright young creative people and um i'm i'm just enjoying being around all of that that uh that newness you know because having spent a few years overseas and coming back again um you know there's still a few familiar faces um uh but there's a lot of youth now at the network that i think are really helping the millennial audience relate to terrestrial tv as as we would know it because as you learn there's so much online now but with seven mate um and and everything that's digital running around it um you know we we can now watch what we want when we want um and seven is still making beautiful quality tv we'll finish up on topic just give me your thoughts on um house rules for the in the first few weeks of the show, are there any particular contestants to look out for that, that do some yes. stunning work? Yes. Um, look, for me, Michaela and Eliza, who are the pro surfers from WA, um, have never designed anything before in their lives. Really? So they're real novices? But if they can get out there and paddle on a 20-foot wave <laughs> surrounded with great white sharks, yeah. you know they've got some courage, <laughs> right? So... Um, what those girls are coming up with is incredible. Um, and Tim and Matt, who have a lot of experience in the building industry, um, are also incredibly innovative. I think what makes this this year special compared to the rest uh, is that we're dealing with a lot more experienced level of designers. Uh, all the contestants have some sort of experience in one way, shape or form. Um, and I think the results are going to be incredible. Fantastic. Look, that's House Rules on the Seven Network. Jamie Jury, look, um, so great to get some time with you today. Um, if you want to know more about him, I think it's jamiejury.com. That's it. Yep. That's it. It's or you can, go to, you can go to Instagram. Instagram. Um, which is just Jamie Jury. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Good on you, Jamie. Good on you. Cheers.